Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and this is episode 117, The Value of Each Other. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast, a podcast that focuses on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness, to help us grow closer to the Lord on this journey we call life. And guys, if you think you can get through this walk alone, this journey alone, you might get somewhere but you'll go a lot further with a little community, a little fellowship. Guys, thank you for tuning in to Three Pillars Podcast. Your support is always welcome. Uh, and it's always appreciated from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, anywhere you find videos, thank you for your support. Please subscribe to the show, share it with your friends. Same thing if you're listening on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, any of the other podcast platforms. I'm there. Uh, please share the show. That's how the show grows. If you uh, would like, check out the Three Pillars Podcast website, threepillarspodcast.wordpress.com. It's got links to all the shows. It's got links to blogs. It's got links to book reports I've been doing. It's got links to um, uh, fitness workouts of the day, quotes of the day, all, all these different things, just to try to motivate you guys and keep you guys uh, on a straight and narrow, okay? Um, finally, check us out on Good Pods. Uh, the Good Pods is a podcast discovery platform, kind of like Goodreads. Well, I'm sitting at number two on the charts over there, right behind my good friend, Joe Rusiello. He's awesome. Make sure you check out the Sword of the Spirit podcast uh, over there on Good Pods. Leave him a rating review. Let him know I sent you. He's got a live show every Thursday and Sunday, so I definitely tune out into Joe over there on Good Pods. You can also find the Three Pillars, you can also find the Three Pillars podcast on Instagram. At, at the Three Pillars Podcast or on Facebook. we got a Facebook page. So wherever you're at, you can probably find me. So check it out. We're going to dive right into the topic tonight. Um, I'm done running my sock. We're going to start uh, with a quick word of prayer and we're going to dive right into the value of each other. What does that mean? We'll get there. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just love you. We thank you. We praise your name on high, Lord. Just for guiding us, for directing us, for giving us community, for giving us fellowship, for letting us know we are not alone. Sometimes when we feel like we are, sometimes all we need to do is turn to you and then you will bring someone or some people into our lives that will edify us and help us get out of the mire and the muck and to help bringing more people closer to you and advancing your kingdom. Lord, thank you so much for just the random encounters we have daily that let us that remind us that we're all in this together. Lord, we are not a perfect people, we love you and we want you to be our God because we want to be your people. And thank you for loving us. Lord, tonight give me the words to say. Give anybody listening to this the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that grows them closer to you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. All right, the value of each other. Again, this, this world we live in too often encourages self-dependency and self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency is not necessarily a bad thing as far as being able to do things, you know, being able to cook, being able to clean, being able to take care of your house, being able to change a tire, change your oil, little things like that, being able to hunt, being able to be, uh, go to the gym and be fit, uh, all these things kind of being somewhat self-sufficient, right? But doing it completely by yourself, that's not how we were intended. That's not how we were designed. We, as Christians, uh, we are meant to have fellowship and have community. Just as, you know, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another, right? I may have skills that you don't have. Maybe you've got skills that I, I don't have. We can work on these together. Or if I specialize in, I don't know, my wife's very good at baking and cooking and doing all these things. And then another lady might be good at knitting or sewing. Teach my wife how to sew. She teaches you how to cook. We all get better together. That's just a small example. Or in a society, we barter with things and we make each other better. And, you know, one thing for another. That's how it's been for thousands and thousands of years. And it's worked. It's been hijacked, but that's another podcast. Um, 
we further the kingdom by taking our special skills, taking our special talents, putting it into our community and building it up as best as we can just by putting forth a little bit of effort. So that's what this episode is going to be about is how do we advance the kingdom of the Most High God by maintaining that sense of community as the central aspect of our faith. And Proverbs, Proverbs 17, 17. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. These words are a testament to the enduring bond of love and support that we find in our relationships with one another. While we may face hard times unexpectedly, it's during these challenging moments that the value of community truly shines. Sometimes you're going to find yourself in a rut. You're going to find yourself in a hole. And if you're in the right community, you've got the right fellowship around you, somebody's not just going to toss you down a ladder or walk by and say, hey man, hope you do okay down there. Somebody's going to jump down in the hole with you and pull you up and help you get out because maybe they've been there too. I met an awesome gentleman this week uh, at work and we talked about just that. Sometimes we go through things in life as a trial and tribulation if we keep our eyes focused on the Lord. We may have conversations with the Lord that are kind of angry. God, why is this happening? Why is this going on? But I know it's your plan. It just stinks right now. And you're just kind of venting a little bit. It's okay. God wants that. He wants you to get it off your chest so you can talk to him. But you get it off your chest. You go through these trials. You go through these struggles. You overcome it. Because one day, just one day, you might find somebody who needs your skill. How did you overcome whatever that particular uh, life event is. Say it's a death and a fa- death of a loved one. You just can't overcome it. And you finally did because you have a deep root of faith in the Lord. You know that your loved one is in heaven with the rest of his family. You're going to see him in, and worship with him uh, in eternity in heaven forever. Maybe you run across somebody who's lost a loved one but doesn't have any faith or doesn't know about that. And you are there for them. You just show them some empathy. You show them some sympathy. You are there and... They ask you, how did you get through this loss of, of your loved one? Well, I focused on the Lord. He gave me peace. He let me know that there is hope and there's healing on the other side. And maybe, just maybe, that's what that person needs to hear. And it will turn them to the Lord. Maybe. I'm, again, we're not in the business of going to beating people over the head with the Bible. But we are compassionate to people who go through things. And if you go through something similar to someone else, maybe, just maybe, again, you can bring them into the community, bring them into the fellowship because you have overcome whatever they've overcome and you you impart that knowledge upon them. And together we move forward. You just never know. A brother is born for a time of adversity. When you are in the, in the trenches, man, and you look to your right and to your left and you've got your kingdom warriors on your side who are all fighting for the same cause, you've got more confidence. You know you can... Uh, move forward in your objective and, and complete the mission because you got plenty of people to your left and to your right going in the same direction as you are. You are meant to overcome things, but you don't have to do it alone. That's my point. You don't have to do it alone. We are not created to live in isolation. We were designed for each other and for community. Just as the body has many parts, so does the family of believers in Christ. We all play unique roles, each essential to the whole. Just check out 1 Corinthians the first Corinthians 12, 12 to 27, if you want to read more about that. How do we all, all of our spiritual gifts, all of our, our talents in the world, working together in one unit, just like the body. It's got fingers, it's got hands, it's got legs, it's got arms, it's got a head, it's got a brain, all making this one beautiful creation 
work in the same direction. That is how we are to be as the body of Christ. Everybody's got their little specialty. We can't all be good at everything all the time. There's no such thing as equality because if everybody's equal, who's great? <laughs> Think about that. We should always strive to be the best that you can be. And whatever talent you have, exploit that. Make it the, be the best you can be if, you, if, if, if that's... Be the best you can be using your talent. Okay? But make sure it's a talent that's worthwhile. Again, that could probably be a whole other podcast, right? Big fan of sports. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm a big fan of sports. I love uh, the comp competition, the discipline, the, the hard work and ethic that goes into it. That should not be your entire character. Just because I can put a ball in a basket or I can catch a ball or throw a ball, yes, that entertains people. But what should what people really should look up to is the hard work it took you to get to these to these places, and your character on and off the field should be above reproach. Not the case in a lot of major league sports. Let's be real for a minute. Could society continue without major league sports and all these distractions? Yes, absolutely. Are they there? Do people enjoy them? Sure. But I think that your talent should be. Maybe it should be your ministry. Maybe it should be coaching people to, to be stronger in, in whatever aspect. How did they get to the, this, this level? You are a coach to that level. And you show people how to work out, how to eat right, how to diet, how to, how to uh, do strength, conditioning, all these things, how much water, how much sleep, and be optimal so that you can go forward and advance the kingdom. Are you good at finances? Are you good at cooking? Are you good at X, Y, Z, you name it. We all help each other be the best we can be, kind of being sort of a jack-of-all-trades but a master of one. You find something that you're really, really good at, put your effort into it. So it should be a talent that is meaningful. Let's just leave it at that. So the value of each other. Why is this important? Well, emotional support. In times of emotional distress, a genuine friend's care can mean the world. God's love is, love is often manifested through care and compassion of our fellow believers. When we are burdened, we share these burdens with our community, and that can lighten the load. Lean on me, right? You guys know that song. Sometimes in our lives we all have pain. We all, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody loves that song. Why? Because you come to somebody, hey, I will share your load if you'll just call me, right? That's one of the lyrics to the song. Help each other out by spreading that load. When I was in infantry school, we had a guy who busted his foot up pretty bad. We were right at the very end of it. We had a 20... Uh, um, was that the 20K hike? It's the very last hike of, of infantry school. My man wasn't going to make it. His foot was jacked up. Everybody knew his foot was jacked up. He made it to the end of that hike, though. The secret was we helped carry his load. His foot was kind of messed up. So what we did is we spread his load. Some people took his 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 flax. Some people took his helmet. Some people took these things. And, we, and he, we, we, he still had to carry some of it. But a lot of us carried all of our gear and some of his too, just so we made sure he got to the end of the race, the end of the, the hike. That is part of the journey of life. And sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta pick up somebody's slack. If they're putting in the effort, you pick up their slack, help them get it to the end, because that's gonna come back to you. Because one day you're gonna have a bad day, and they're gonna help this, uh, help you bear that load too. So that's your physical support, your emotional support. If you've got problems in life, talk to people. Let your community know. Bring everybody together and solve the problem. Or sometimes just cry it out, man. Emotional support. Number two, another, another point why it's important to value each other and, and be a part of this community and fellowship. It's just practical help. Sometimes you just need help with something. Friends, family, whoever. 
in your house, hey, can you just watch the kids for me for like 10 minutes so I can clean my house and fold some laundry? Or, hey, can uh, you help me out? I'm really like, I, one of my neighbors, I gave him a couple couple bucks. He said, hey man, I have been so busy with work. I haven't had a chance to. I got a, a little uh, a little dome out on the front of, of my house that needed just a little bit of TLC as far as landscaping. Which is really just to pull the stuff out so I can put in my, my fall so I put some trees in something. Dude cleared it out in like an hour. I know it's kind of kind of odd. I, I just I haven't literally haven't had an hour uh, in the daytime <laughs> to get out there and and do it. He did it for me. Um, this assistance in your community is immeasurable, and and they in the presence of these people, your neighborhood, your family, whoever, it's a reminder of God's grace through human hands. Sometimes you just need somebody to help you. That practical help, your day to day operation. It's going to pay off dividends because one of these days I'm going to get back down there. I mean, I've helped them before. We've moved, we've built stuff. We've moved things. It, it just, you know, I'm, I'm the, the young, strong guy in the neighborhood with, a, with got another younger, stronger guy than me, which you shout out Will, um, who, who sometimes they call us to do some of the heavy stuff because some older people in the neighborhood. That's just how community works. Your strengths and everything come together. It, it, it it's, you can't put a price on that is just that help in that community. That's why we need it. It's why we need the fellowship. Next one. Spiritually, we benefit from the collective wisdom and prayers of our faith community. We can grow in faith, knowledge, and understanding as we share our spiritual journeys with one another. Our faith is strengthened as we stand together in worship and fellowship. Again, we've talked about physical. We've talked about the mental and the emotional. Now the spiritual. Sometimes you go through things. You feel oppressed. You feel depressed. You've got a lot of things going on in your life that... Faith and that fellowship and that community that you're in can pray for you, can pray intercessory prayers for you. If you just don't have the words to say, they can pray over you, lay hands on you, pray to Jesus with you and uplift your spirit and drive out in and kind of cleanse the air around you, as it were. There is a spirit realm and we can't see it, but it's there. And if you have really rooted people around you that just say, just pray over you, that's going to... I'm not, I can't explain it, but you can feel it. If you've ever gone to the altar at church and just knelt down and prayed, you can feel the presence. When somebody lays hands on you, they can feel the presence. If somebody prays for you from afar and all of a sudden you just feel a burden lifted, like what just happened? You can feel it. I'm telling you. That spiritual support is huge. And that is why we need community. That is why we need fellowship because we cannot do this on our own. You can pray to Jesus. He will help you out. He will give you what you need. Sometimes he will just have to put people in your life to help elevate you and pray for you and pray with you for whatever's going on in your life. That will strengthen that communal bond and strengthen the kingdom because if you set up these spiritual fences in your life and keep the, the darkness at bay, you can eventually expand it, expand it, expand it, expand it, expand it, and just drive it completely out. Because you have connected arms with everybody in your community, starting with your household, moving to your neighbors, moving to your neighborhood, moving to your little community, moving to your city, moving to your county, moving to your state, moving to the nation, moving to the world. That is how we take back the kingdom. One inch, one soul at a time. Now is the time to reprioritize our lives if we have unintentionally neglected our true friends or been too busy for our real family. If there's any unresolved conflict with a friend or family member, this is an opportunity to set aside pride and choose reconciliation. We are called to be peacemakers. Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers. 
our role, if, if sometimes somebody pops into your head, maybe you've got beef with them in the past, maybe just call them and say, hey, man, I don't know what, maybe I don't even remember what it was. I've done that before. Say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I forgive you. You forgive me. Maybe they don't pick up, but at least you have taken that step. If you've got family that you don't get along with, maybe you should try to figure that out. Now is not the time to be divided. We need to unite as one kingdom, one family under God. If you find yourself silently struggling alone, remember that it's essential to let somebody in, whether it's through a call, a text message, a face-to-face -face conversation. Being honest and vulnerable is the first step toward getting that support that you need. You're not weak for seeking help. You are human with human problems, but you have a supernatural healer, the creator of the universe, and you have a direct line to him. And you can pray to him if you are struggling. And he will send people in to help. He will send ministering angels. He will send people in your life that will pray for you and help you find clarity, help you find peace. And he can supernaturally bestow that on you immediately. But then you also have to put in the work too. Okay, I got some struggles. I'm dealing with it. Now how do I move forward? Jesus went to the man, uh, the, the lame man said, Do you want to be healed? And he said, yes, and he was healed. You have to want these things. So the first step in that is to be vulnerable and tell somebody. You can tell Jesus, and he will help you. But when he sends that person into your life, as your answer to your prayer, you got to be able to tell them too, whether it's your spouse, your mom, your dad, an uncle, your best friend, whatever. Talk to them. Don't be afraid to break down. Don't be afraid. It's okay. We're human. Dudes especially. It's okay to let your emotions show, let your feelings that. That doesn't mean you're emotional about everything. We're very logical and rational beings. But sometimes there's a lot that we are asked to do, and sometimes you just got to let it out. It's a lot of stress in the world. It's a lot of craziness in the world. It's a lot of crazy people in the world that are that are out to get us. I get it. But sometimes you just got to confide in your in your buddies. You got to confide in your family and let them know it's okay. And you got to break down. Don't do it in front of your kids. <laughs> Reserve that for those private moments. Again, via call, text message. I've talked to several people on phone calls. If it's on a long drive, if it's you know face to face, whatever, and just let, just talk to me. And and I'm I'm real though. Some people, if you listen to it, I've talked to them. Listen, it, you can't just be overly emotional about things. Eventually, you got to take action. Can't just cry about it all the time either. That's what good friends are for. I like to think I'm a good friend, a good mentor. Um, I'll give it to you straight. I expect people to do the same thing to me, and most of my mentors in life have done that for me. So shout out. Thank you, guys. All this community and fellowship is not just about receiving help. Though. It's also about offering help. Each one of us possesses unique strengths, gifts, talents, and a personality trait that can be a blessing to others. We shouldn't bury these gifts in the name of autonomy. Instead, we should use them to benefit our community and in doing so, glorify God. So use your talents to help people. Don't always just seek the help. Don't just always, you know, you know, take, 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 take from the community and all these people doing great things. Eventually, you've got to give back and offer it. Whatever you are good at, try to put it out there. Whether it's helping people be better versions of themselves, physically fit, fit how they eat, how they pray, what they read. I try to do a little bit of all that on this podcast in case you guys weren't tracking. This is a good way to reach a lot of people at once. But you just take somebody under your wing and coach them up that way. Just one person. If you can coach up one person, they can coach one person and the effect is exponential. 
Sometimes, though, we need to ask for that help, and sometimes we need to be the help. Are you in a position to lend a hand? Can you share your time, money, advice, or expertise with those who need it? Sure. And this reciprocal relationship within a Christian community is a beautiful reflection of God's love for us. It's, it's, not, it's not a tit-for-tat thing. It's not a give-or-take thing. It's, hey, I can help you this time. At some point, it's going to come back to me. Being able to give without expecting something in return because eventually that's going to happen. Maybe it doesn't come from the person you gave it to. Maybe it's from somebody else. And it goes in this kind of cyclic, off-the-wall kind of thing sometimes. But that's what it's about is doing things just because you want to do them. Doing things because you can. You have the ability to help somebody. Not because you're looking for a reward. If somebody gives you something in return that helps you out, awesome. All right? You don't have to monetize everything. Sometimes you do it just because you're a good person. It's the right thing to do. Put that in a brain housing group. So to conclude, if you ever feel tempted to self-isolate or withdraw from your faith community, remember we are meant to live together. Just as God loves us unconditionally, we are called to love and support one another through the bonds of community and through fellowship. By doing so, we not only strengthen our faith, but we also further the kingdom of the Most High God. And that is what our mission is. That is your mission. That is your, that is your charge. That is the Great Commission. That is what we're in this for. Community, fellowship, bringing forth the kingdom of the Lord, advancing the kingdom, taking back ground from the darkness. Can we do that? I think so. Guys, that's all I got for you this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm Chase Tobin. This is the Three Pillars Podcast. God bless you all. I truly appreciate all the comments, all the love, all the support, everything you guys have done for this show. Please continue to share the show. Share it right now. Send it in a text message to somebody, the video or the audio, whatever. That would mean a lot to me. Again, I'm not doing this for likes. I'm not doing this for followers, but I think we got a good thing going here. And if we can change one person, bring one person to the Lord, that's what it's all about. So thank you for that. We're going to end this with a quick word of prayer as always. Kick you guys out for another fantastic weekend. Guys, I love you. Let us pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you for, for the community that you have guided us into, that you're bringing us into, for the world yet to come. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the, the gift of eternal life and eternity with you. But it's our job to do that, do our part. Lord, give us the tools. Give us the resources. Give us the people in our lives to be the best we can be, to bring more people to your fold each and every day. God, I ask that you bless anybody tuning into this. Give them peace this weekend. Give them strength daily to overcome all that the world throws at them and give them faith that can move mountains every day, Lord. Answer their prayers. Let them know you're there. Fill their hearts with, with your joy and your grace. Thank you for all you do for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, you have a wonderful weekend. We'll check you next week. Until then, Tobinator, out.